1: FM to get started. Today is the day, you guys. Boomcack is in the house. Yay! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Welcome on into The Point with Kristen Burt. I am so excited about today's show. You guys know that I am a huge So You Think You Can Dance fan. It's, I call it Dance Christmas, by the way, if you guys don't know this, because it gives me so much joy. And bringing joy here to the studio, the newest judge on So You Think You Can Dance... Lori Gibson. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. I am so happy you are here. I'm so happy I'm here, too. I know, because we just love to talk dance. And you and I, before the show, were talking a little bit about last night's episode. Yes. And you were just saying how much fun you've been having on this show. It is truly remarkable,
0: because I have had... uh, a dancer's career. You know, it's been long, arduous at times. And a lot of the times it's not as glamorous as people think, and you don't really feel that joy. But doing this show, it's really the most fun I've had. And I'm just so excited and happy and blessed. And just the talent, Nigel, Mary Dietrichs, Fox, you know, the producers, everyone is so incredibly awesome. And as a dancer, it takes a long time to find that type of family.
1: It it really is true. We've had Jeff Jeff Thacker sit here in our chair. Absolutely. Papa Jeff, as we like to call him. And I've covered the show extensively, especially since season nine. But okay. backstage since season, now I'm doing the math here, season 13, I believe. So okay. with the babies, all the little ones. And um, it, it really is an environment. I, I work enough press lines on the other dance shows. And I will tell you that there is nothing like So You Think You Can Dance. And I try and tell people and express it. But it's, it's from the top all the way down. It's true, kids.
0: <laughs> it's not many things that are true, but it's true. You're yeah, I'm absolutely right. Yeah, It's
1: why I call this show my happy I and love Dance it. Christmas. So. I love it. And <laughs> but, I
0: choreographed on it. I think it was season three I did, but yeah. So I choreographed on the show before. Yeah, you, you do have a history yeah. with it.
1: And and obviously, between season three and going <laughs> all the way to season 16, there are a lot of changes in dance itself. My God, it's a completely different world.
0: and And obviously... Uh, more technically and and as far as a platform, you know? Dance is, is one thing that will never change. There are rules to the game, you know, but what has changed is the access and the impact that we have on popular culture, y'all. And I just love all the fans so much for tuning in to So You Think You Can Dance and really standing behind the power of dance and what it can do
1: for everyone in this world. The one thing I think is interesting and... I find sometimes there's a disconnect with this, but because there's so much access to dance, especially on the internet where you can go to YouTube and I can go and watch a dance that maybe you did with In Living Color, right? <laughs> I can go back and watch that. Sometimes I'll talk to young dancers and I'm like, have you seen this performance or this movie or this TV show? Because it's, it's connected to the job you're doing right now. And they're like, no. And I think... I used to have to go to the library to go and find something like that. So I I always think you have to be a really well-rounded dancer. You also need to know who came before you.
0: Yeah, you have to know your history. And for me, uh, it's very relative in in my success because obviously I studied Alvin Ailey and Debbie Allen and Michael Peters and Gregory Hines and the Nicholas Brothers and, you know, obviously Barbara Cole. And there's a lot of people who uh, have trained me and influenced me and secured uh, my technique so that I could sustain a career that I have. Um, I think if you are a superstar, if you love dance, even though they don't understand it, I think you will get to the point where you will have to go back in order to go forward. So having this much access, just seeing... You know, what's popular, what's trending, what's in the moment is good. But if you want big, if you want the win, you've got to go back and understand whose shoulders you stand on and why.
1: You have a great quote, and I'm stealing it from Entertainment Tonight Canada because it was so good. And I wrote it down because greatness is in the process. And you were talking about all you're like, oh, that is a good quote. Keep it. Use it because I live it. (laughs) do because uh, we are in a world of like insta fame, insta likes, insta, you know, retweets and everything else. Jesus. But it's not about the end game, it's really about the, the journey. Yes, yeah. yeah.
0: Cuz insta is just that. It insta comes and it insta goes, right? <laughs> That's a good one and, too. <laughs> right. All those
1: moments are good, but
0: what sustains a really strong career or impact your magic, your gift or what you dream of producing? It must be found in the process. You know, when you have a vision, you have a dream. There's nothing insta about that. And I think that that's really who I'm talking to and who I try to inspire is that the process is what will make you great and what will produce the dream that
1: That inspires you every day. What are your thoughts on everyone videotaping classes now and throwing them up on? (laughs) Oh, I hit hit the topic. You Um, did! And and sometimes I really do think it's good, but then I think sometimes it's also... Trash bags! There you go. (laughs) You heard it. No, I am traumatized. That's why I
0: obviously, thank God, I'm working choreographer, but... Um, to teach is a very separate gift that I'm very careful of, right? And so we have far too many people teaching because there is something about knowing how to impact the artist, the dancer, pulling out of them what they haven't even realized about themselves. And as a choreographer, a visionary, and teacher, you have to know how to go in and do that responsibly, obviously with technique as well. So I think that for me, and there's no judgment, but my opinion would be there's a, there's a lot of people teaching that might not uh, be qualified or um, haven't had enough experience. But also, I don't post all the time because the true creative process doesn't come from just stringing steps together. And I don't know how these kids post and shoot my class all the time because, uh, uh-uh. uh, when you're in my class, it's an experience that will change you as an artist, as a performer, as a dreamer. And I'm not really interested in filming that for everybody while you're coming through your process. You know, so it's about when you decide to film. I think we if anybody listening, I would pull back on it because it also minimizes your brand. It takes the magic out of your product. It's easy to imitate. You lose the ability to create Mm -hmm. because you're operating from a place of just getting it done. Um, And the art of dance and choreography, it's not just about stringing steps together.
1: I also worry that um, people don't have the important lesson of learning how to fail. And sometimes we do have that really horrible day in class where you just you, sometimes, yeah, <laughs> I do all the time now, but, I, but I remember those days when you're, whatever it is, whether you're trying to get a pirouette or you're trying to get right. a step or right. It's one of those things and you don't have that opportunity and failure to me is always the best lesson in getting to the success part. Yeah. It's sweeter.
0: No, I mean, and when I teach, unfortunately, in my class, you will go through that, whether I'm filming or not. And again, I don't film. I barely teach for that reason. Um, but there's a place where the artist, the dancer, has to go to a place where they fall short in order to realize how strong they are or how gifted they are. And if you're just going to class to get filmed and you don't want to take any chances because you're just performing or just exercising that that part of your gift, you're not really getting great at all. You're actually doing yourself a disservice because falling out of your turns, right? Slipping when you're supposed to be in the pocket, losing the beat, it all creates the true beast inside of you to, to know how not to fall, how to stay in the pocket, how to become One with the dance, period, versus the step.
1: Yeah, you learn to fight for it. And and I think of a moment, and I think it was the Super Bowl. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember Beyonce kind of um, slipped out of something. You know what I'm talking about. Uh This was a pretty big moment. And she just kind of like did a squat, saved it, got back up right into it. And if you weren't trained as a dancer, you probably didn't notice it. Um, Well, I mean, they all do that. You know, um,
0: everyone does that. And every artist that I've worked with has done that in order To be what you know them as, you Mm -hmm. know? So um, you're right. She could sustain it because she understood that in being vulnerable to the moment, you know, she built the center, the core to sustain anything, you know? And a dancer should know that because that is ultimately, you know, our best weapon is that we're unaffected in the moment, on stage, under the lights, you know?
1: So when you're watching all of these auditions, you you came in for the judges' round, which was essentially their step two. I don't know if a lot of people realize that Jeff Thacker and Robert Roldan, we talked about it in the Jeff episode, so I'll link it if you guys haven't seen it, but they went out first to New York and L.A. and Dallas to see everyone. Um, By the time they get to you guys, they should be ready for their solos on the big stage at CBS Television City, which is now just Television City. CBS sold it, believe it or not. Um, But what were you looking for in the contestants this year? I mean, uh, you know, coming off of
0: always still working and auditioning and coming from the professional dance world, I'm very current. So what I'm looking for is current. It's, you know, I just left a rehearsal. I'm about to guest a commercial. So when I walked into So You Think You Dance, I was looking for now. And that is... Something that is y- something I can't put into words. It's a feeling for me. You know, it's, yes, technical, but maybe not. It's it's someone who has it in their eyes. It's the passion. It's the feeling you get when you persevere as a dancer. It's the ability to perform and change the atmosphere and entertain me and make me feel something. So all season, I'm just like, I need to feel
1: something. I don't <laughs> need to
0: just look at You know, legs and arms and twins and the things that they, uh, No, honey. There's a lot of
1: legs going on. Sometimes I'm like, was that necessary?
0: Negative. Right. (laughs) It's not necessary. And that's what we have to change the narrative, you know? It's not Dance Moms. It's not a competition for a trophy. It's a a shot at a dream. And if we had So You Think You Can Dance, my God, we would have had access to the business, to America, you know, that's amazing.
1: And I do believe that there is simplicity um, in steps and in movement sometimes. And I think some these kids jam pack everything. I, some of it's a little bit world of dance effect, too, where they're like, we need all the tricks. And I'm like, don't put all the tricks in your dance. Save My God, it. You're getting me here to tell on everybody. <laughs> well, a we, trick we, is just
0: that a trick. You can't and you definitely can't trick mother. It's not happening. <laughs> don't I'm try just saying it. that part. A trick is just that a trick. And as a professional dancer, you don't need tricks. The dance is enough. And so there's an ongoing conversation um, in the community and hopefully with America seeing the difference and being inspired by who will be America's favorite dancer. As one of the judges, America, I hope you will sit with me in my search for that dancer that will make you feel And yes, if your technique can sustain the feeling or the emotion Mm -hmm. or the storytelling, that's what technique is there to support the performance, not to just razzle dazzle. You know, again, my opinion, you know, if this was called dance, Olympic athletic steps, I might not do this show, you know, but it's about the dance. So that is, uh, uh combined collaboration of a number of things
1: well i love that too and I, I i love the judging panel that's been assembled this year because everyone represents something but everyone represents a different voice in the dance yeah, industry and i totally think, but but that's good i know you guys probably had a lot of battles we had a lot of <laughs> pinky swears
0: i initiated the pinky swear can we still be family after this next round
1: <laughs> well i was there for I, I, uh, I saw i did not see you at judges round i think but i did see you at the academy yeah and um and i know you guys have picked top 10 i have met top 10 we cannot Ooh. reveal anything today guys yes. It is smoking that's what i think too Ooh. I you know because i i get the opportunity to meet them the day after you guys have selected everyone okay so wow. everything's fresh really right. good. oh yes. my god i have the photos to prove Damn. it <laughs> um it, but it's it, it's exciting it for them so because I, yeah it, it is and I always get a feel for the cast. them. Okay. Um, you, you, you see them as a whole. You see them really excited because they've just been to battle, and now they they won the war. <laughs> they did literally. Yeah, your top ten. You you won the war. I don't. Who cares who comes out in the end? It's lovely right. to win, but this is the win. Honestly.
0: Totally. And they're all so unique. And that's the thing. This is obviously my first season judging, but I wanted to be able to inspire and plant a seed that even if they don't win, that what is planted is something that will grow in their favor towards them being strong enough to fight for it. Because as many doors that have closed in my face, I just be like, thank you, Jesus, Lord have mercy. It's been a journey. But, you know, I've also had ballet teachers that say, you know, your feet are too flat, Uh, you're too black, you're not black enough. So it's like you have to create this strength, this inner strength as a dancer and a resilience and a perseverance. So that's what I am really glad I get the opportunity to talk to a younger version of myself. But these top 10, oh, my goodness. And that's a lot coming from me because I like to think as a professional creative director, a choreographer and a star maker that, you know, I'm excited. And that is because there are stars.
1: There and are. That's, major. that's so funny. You say that. I said, um, yeah. w- when I left that photo shoot and I knew some of them uh, already before this, but I said, there's some superstars in this yeah. cast. There are some superstars. Yeah. yeah. And we never had that access, you know, when
0: you were a dancer and you had a, a bigger dream and you wanted to expand with the dance, they were like, no, no, get back there. You're just a backup dancer. Kick rocks. And so I had to fight through that. So to be able to see these kids blossom early without people trying to put their, dim their dimmer or shave off their vision, it's amazing. We And, and so that's why I'm so excited because dance is powerful on its own and I'm just happy we have the, soldiers to represent that conversation
1: it's going to be good and i'm interested to to watch you give feedback to these dancers over the season because you know here they go they go on to a national tv show they go usually into tour we haven't talked about tour yet but usually they go into do a top 10 tour so they're rock stars yeah and then they come out of it and They're back in the auditioning pool. So I would love to know from you, how are you going to guide them? Because it's hard to get dumped back to the audition pool and have that fight again. Yeah, and I think that's a part of why I'm so excited
0: and blessed that I am judging because I'm going to be very inspirational to get ahead of that conversation. And if you can be present and understand what I am saying, if it is a strong critique, then it's going to... Implement something in you that will be able to sustain that journey versus just speaking. Oh, my God, girl, you're amazing. You have nothing to work on. You know what I mean? Or do that. was great because (laughs) I don't want anybody to get mad at me. No, that's never happening. You know what I mean? I'm going to be you're amazing. But bring this. Bring that. Because if I have one moment to impact an artist and let them know that everything they have inside of them is enough it's just how you tap into it, then that's good for me. So that's my fight. It's not that you need something somebody else has, it's that what you have is enough. And if we dig deep, yes, <laughs> Let's pour it, take care of it, pour the water on the seed, it's gonna sprout out. Yeah. That's right,
1: yeah. Well, and it's interesting you say that because I think one of the things I get from the contestants all the time, because they, they do come here on the show quite a bit, um, they say sometimes it's great to get the nice feedback, but they say, I can't go back to the studio with that was great. <laughs> so, um, and because oh, dancers, Let's
0: see what they say this I season, Because as like... soon as they get a real zhuzh, they might be like, ah! That, right, and... that part. Girl, as soon you... as they get a real boom cack, <laughs> boom cack, and then you're like, here we go. That part. <laughs>
1: Mary has her train, but honey, when they get a boom cack. <laughs> I love that we have so many phrases now. This is great. The women are like running with the judging panel. Oh, I
0: love her. She's so cool.
1: Did you find that um, judging wise, you aligned a little bit more like, oh, Nigel and I agree a lot more than I realized, (laughs) or Mary and I, or Dietrichs and I?
0: Did you see, Nigel is my favorite person in the whole world. He's world. hilarious. Don't, don't tell him I said that, y'all. Don't be <laughs> tweeting how much I love my Nigel. <laughs> you know, and I'm such a fan because it's like twofold. It's like, God, thank you for creating this, Nigel. You know? So there, and then of course he was in, still is an incredible tapper because we tapped off camera together.
1: Um, A duet later this year, maybe? That
0: part. Okay. He's just such a visionary. And for me, that's so inspiring but when we're judging every squirrel for himself or herself, buddy. So it's like, <laughs> hey, don't fire
1: me. You're like, oh, I you still like yes the yes.
0: <laughs> So it's an ongoing. I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this, that we all did pinky squ- squ- swear. And it's been working so far that even if we don't agree, we'll still be family. So they're like my tribe and my comrades. But no, at some point, me and Mary hit it. Dietrichs and I have a great uh, history because we did we worked together mm-hmm. and of course Nigel and I I just love him but we, he's, he's he's always reading me too. Don't get it twisted.
1: <laughs> I love it. Did you guys go to battle um, deciding top 20 down to top 10? Sometimes those deliberations can be fierce. heated because everyone has that one person you're like, I they're a diamond in the rough. we need to push them forward. No, that's the only time I heard Sir Nigel yell. Oh <gasps> yes.
0: And we were like, you're okay. (laughs)
1: Did he win? win? That's the question. No,
0: we just had to like, ooh, go rub for cover and come back and be like, (laughs) ah, ah, excuse me.
1: Five-minute break, everyone.
0: (laughs) Take a deep breath. (laughs) It was definitely dramatic. I'm not going to lie, and I am dramatic. But there was nothing more dramatic than the deliberations for this top ten. But ultimately... And my other judges might not agree with me, but I'm very happy. Like, maybe I missed maybe one of my muffins didn't get it. But overall. Yeah. That's good. I might have just cried a river for one. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you who they were later, but yeah.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. I'll be interested. But it was fair.
0: I mean, you know, it was it was three other judges, so I couldn't they had their opinion and and I couldn't convince them.
1: I think also, too, you know, everyone has a journey over Academy Week, but when they are paired with that all-star and the So You Think choreographers, some people have that moment to really shine, and they understand the impact of that. And other people get so nervous because this is the last time you see them dance. But that's kind of the moment you have to be 150% on.
0: It's the real world. It's the real dance process. So the good thing is if you don't get through it only means you can come back and get through. I mean, I remember my first Cats audition, I literally went blank, and she threw me out the room. Because <laughs> I, I was auditioning for Cats on Broadway. Was it Jillian Murphy? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> and I didn't even know. at that. I was just like, young, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, black girl, gone on a Greyhound bus from Toronto, and what would make me think that my first audition would be Cats? <laughs>
1: Yes. But it was the dance show. That was the Broadway dance show. Yeah, but I mean, I was a, a
0: 17 muffin. Like, what the hell? But I went, I went, and thank God I still have that experience of something so legitimate and so classic, right? Now mm-hmm. our audition processes are different, but I just say that to say I blanked, and after that, I never blanked again. I now know choreography off site. So. When the dancers go to the academy, I understand where they are, mm-hmm. but it's a reality in our business. It's a reality that when you come to audition for Mother, you know whether it's one of my artists or a movie. It's it's time. It's professional. You know you've got to pick up the routine quickly. You got to shine quickly. You got to let people know you know what's required. It's 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 big a time. It's real, right? Yep. So I think with the knowledge of what the academy is. And hopefully we'll get to communicate that in another way. People will want to come back understanding that this is an opportunity to elevate my shot as a professional.
1: And you have this opportunity to work with all these choreographers that are in the industry. They're working with major artists. They're working on shows. And and that's where I also say this is where you should come to So You Think. Watch a couple other seasons. What was required of them. It's all on YouTube. Um, And and know that there are certain choreographers that are probably going to be there. Luther Brown. We know he's there. Yeah. You know, those are the things. Oftentimes, Nappy Tabs wasn't there this year, but sometimes they Lorianne Gibson, honey, what's your Gibson. I'm going to find <laughs> you if you have the magic. And yeah, and
0: also Luther, who was one of my choreographers for many years from Toronto. So we work very closely together. And uh, so do all the other choreographers. Tice DiOrio is, um, you know, one of my very, very close comrades and a genius. I love him so much. He's so talented. So we basically pick up the phone and say, you need to check this girl out. You need to use so-and-so. They were a winner on So You Think You Can Dance. So oh, And I used to always say, if anyone did that in the past, I'd be like, are they those competition dancers or can they dance? And Tice (laughs) would be like, no, this one can dance. So we just call around and recommend with the quickness. We do it more often than not.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of choreographers, that they they have their roster and they're the dependable, reliable stars that you know that you can call at the last minute and say, "I've got a job." Right. We've got a quick turnaround because it's last right. minute, exactly. And I need you to just be a hundred, ten percent on, and let's do it. Exactly. That's why the academy
0: reveals those people that can go to the next level and sustain all of that information.
1: What are your thoughts on competition dancing? Because you you do, you did part of the season of Dance Moms, so you kind of got an experience there. I was shocked and a tad bit mortified.
0: I was like, okay, I didn't come from the Mm -hmm. dance competition world, which is not a bad thing. Nope. I came from legitimate training, you know? We didn't do competition for trophies, but hey... The upside of that is you have a better understanding of how to compete when you hit the professional world, I'm thinking, right? For auditions and things like that? Yeah, I was a little bit humble, a little bit passive. I had to figure out how to work, walk in a room full of vultures, you know? Um, But at such a young age where these kids are so magical, to strip them of that process— where we don't know exactly what type of performer they could be. When you start boxing them in that Mm -hmm. early, you limit the very thing that could produce the next biggest superstar. So those moms were working against themselves, against the grain. And it pissed me off. And I was like, well, maybe my approach can still be a competition, but it could be a competition that supports Judging outside of the box, based on the performer, based on the dancers. And as a judge, you have the wherewithal to be, you know, um, fair based on different elements. Or you shouldn't be sitting in, in, in judgment, right? Um, like, it, again, I just don't believe in that type of dance competition. Mm-hmm. Dance is a joy. It's a, it's a instinct it's a natural given gift and the technique is to sustain the storytelling. So it's not, um, as black and white as running a relay and a baton pass, right? Those elements are what makes you sustain the magic. Like I say, but, um, being that critical and that judgmental in such a, uh, physical way where kids' bodies are different, um, And they're still growing and they create insecurities because you're a mini and you can put your leg at 605 and somebody's (laughs) hips might not
1: naturally be turned out. It's too much. So I worry about burnout at a very young age, too, in dance. Absolutely. Injuries that you shouldn't have until you're 45, 50, 60, 70.
0: And I still don't have any. Thank you, Jesus. But again, I think it's like, yeah, if you want to be a little bit light with the competition because it serves a different purpose, you know. Uh, discipline, understanding of, you know, a competitive spirit, a team spirit, a different type of mentality. Keep those things healthy, but it was way out of balance on Dance Moms.
1: I have a friend who's a studio studio owner here in South Bay Area, and they did six competitions this year, which I will tell you people, that is a very light schedule for a studio that does competitions. And she said to me it was too much she said we spent less time and that was the most she'd ever done but she said we spend less time in the studio Becoming. practicing technique yeah yeah. and she said we're going to we're going to do less next year we might do three maybe four it's, it's too much um but she does see the benefit because they are working with choreographers that do work on yeah. shows like world of dance and so you think you can dance yeah but still what happens if you're not the right
0: choreographer too is that you you create um a dancer who's just trick-based or competition-based when a real working choreographer, it's about an artist, it's about a song, it's about a vision. I might want you to be in the forest one day and be a tree, and you might be dancing internally. You know what I mean? Everything is different. That's how I approach creativity. Mm -hmm. It's a different conversation. So sometimes uh, dancers that are over-competitive, competition-based have a, a problem dancing and performing. And becoming Internally, the creative. Yeah. Yes.
1: The internal part is different than with the Shut external. Shut off. Yeah. Exactly. That's interesting. Um, I do want to ask a couple of questions. Because we did have some fan questions. And um, I, I mentioned this to you before. Because Shanice has a daughter. Um, she's a young black dancer. I want to say she's 18 or 19. Mm. And her mom said that they've been kind of experiencing. What she feels like. Some glass ceilings. Mm-hmm. And I think that I really wanted to make sure. That her question got addressed. She said diversity in dance. Uh, while doors are opening. It seems it's still hard for black women to be valued and taken seriously in ballet and contemporary and lyrical. Doesn't seem to have as much problem in hip hop and jazz. Um, Is it that we don't seem to have a good viable target audience for other styles? Mom, yes, I
0: have faced this, too. I've had ballet teachers that told me my feet were too flat to do ballet. Hence. I can be the best black swan you've ever seen, honey, bunches of oats. Um, It is a wickedness in the world that we can't really explain, but it, it does exist. And for me, my mom just inspired me to understand that that ignorance is not a reflection of what I'm capable of doing and what I will do and what God has purposed me and blessed me to do. Mm -hmm. So you've got to really speak into your daughter and let her know, yes, you're going to come up against it. Diversity is an issue, right? Mm -hmm. Because these are years of um, a mentality of ballet looking and feeling a certain way. This is years of ignorance. So every day we... Don't give into it and stand against it and 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 see more beautiful. Misty Copeland is obviously an incredible example, right? There, Alvinelli complexions. I mean, there are incredible modern dance companies mm-hmm. that service women of color on point. Go in that direction and just continue to be an example of it. And when you hit that ignorance, because you will, it will be your daughter's job to. Um, Be the example of someone else's ignorance, not ours. We're built differently. You know, we have thicker thighs. We have strong muscles. It's not a bad thing. It's a unique thing. So to not want to necessarily be paper thin and have, that's just not how we're built. Right. So if someone's not going to create something based on your strengths it's just the way of the world. You shouldn't really want to rock with them anyway.
1: It's a good point. Yeah. Is it getting better? Um, absolutely. Yes. But no. But yes. Yeah, no and yes. It's a, it's two a steps conundrum. Forward, two steps back, yeah, right? exactly. It's a conundrum. Okay, yeah. And I think that's what Shanice, because she and I have had a dialogue mm-hmm. online. And I said, you know, I really want to address this on the show. And I said, Lorianne's coming on. So I wanted to, you know, you, I mean, you've been in the industry. You've seen probably sort of the ebbs and flows of mm. it, too. If I was, uh, I was going
0: to say, if I was a man, honey, I would definitely be. (laughs) Yes. You know, my fight would be different. And now I'm a black woman on top of that. So, you know, there are problems. I am passionate, which for a black woman, it's considered intimidating or a diva or a bitch. So I just understand that ignorance. But what I am is incredibly talented and. And, and glory to God for my gift. And it's so sustainable and it's unbreakable. It's undeniable. There's no room that I am intimidated not to walk into. There's no dance that I can't create, you know? I spent time training for that very reason so I could sustain the ignorance, you mm-hmm. know? I'm, I'm trained in ballet, jazz, tap, hip hop, ballroom.
1: Like they just can't find me slipping you're like, I got it. But I think that's really important too, because, um, you have this confidence, but of course it does work against you sometimes in, in work situations. Women have it happen all the time. Uh Where do you find that fight to keep on going saying, no, I am talented. I deserve this. This is my pay rate. This is my talent. This is my gift. I'm going to give you something extraordinary. You know, I, I just
0: asking that question. It makes it brings tears to my eyes because there are times where you face uh, the adversity based on you being a black female dancer who can do more than just what people think you should do, um, and you don't get the job or the door closes, and you you will be alone in your room crying, curled up in a corner. You will face this the 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 conversation, can I go on? How do I go on? You know, you will face those tears. And that's where the gift of dance takes over, you know? And I I have a lot of faith, and I thank God for blessing me with the gift because the passion. When you dance, there is no ignorance that can replace that feeling of me in an eight-count. Blessed. So... As long as that doesn't go away and you know that you are born to dance and this must be decided early in your career as any young black female, you must understand that this should be something that you were born to do and mm-hmm. that you can't do anything else. When you have that level of passion and vision, there's purpose in it and God will see you through as long as you
1: can like get up out of that corner and keep fighting. You just have to. That's great advice, yeah. too. I think that's okay. really important. And, and you know, I think that's that's the thing. Your resume speaks for itself, too. You should be very proud of that. God, thanks, girl. No, you should, really. I mean, because I, I sit there and, you know, we look in the industry and you, you look at, you know, I do a lot of research and looking at everyone's resume. And I'm like, you've worked with incredible yeah. artists. You've created paths. You know, you started as a dancer. And when you see people elevating from into choreographer, creative director, producer, producer. Debbie Allen is another one who has paved the way. These, these roles are so important; they're right. so important. And I love that you're you're into pulling up the women behind you yes. too, because mentorship is so incredibly is important, necessary. Oh, right? It's so necessary. And I think that's why I am so excited about So You Think You Dance
0: is because of that. Is because of you and this and that question that I can tell her it is out there. Now get to dancing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to face it, right? Now get to dancing. Right. It ain't gonna be nothing that you can't move past, right? Because so, you are
1: bigger and stronger than yeah. those little people. Oh my
0: god! Because that conversation is irrelevant as long as you don't take it on. Once you take it on, you become limited by someone else's ignorance. Oh, that's great. That's a great way to look right? at it. You yes. dance past that. You're gonna be good. You'll be the first black girl everywhere. Hi, hi, kids. Um, yeah. Right. So yeah, and and like you said, Debbie is a big inspiration for me and. Meeting her for the first time was a movie and going to her house and dancing in her kitchen. And can I tell you, we're like a lot alike. Yeah. So it's crazy because I, I see, love
1: her. Yeah. She's amazing. And I feel like i I've had so many people sit here, Marguerite Derek sat here. Yeah, oh my God, Marguerite said, is another one. She's, she's amazing. amazing. Oh my god. Um, Chloe Arnold has oh sat my here god. and everyone says Ms. Allen is she's a giver, and yeah. she is she is true salt of the earth, exactly what you want. I've set
0: the tone. I mean, fame was it for me.
1: Oh you know for everyone. Mean? Yeah. I mean, and
0: sweet charity. That was seeing myself. So it's the it's the other thing that's important. I couldn't see myself in a lot of places, but once I saw my reflection at Alvin Ailey, um, Black Ballerinas, you know, Dance Theater of Harlem, and I saw myself in in Miss Allen fame, I just saw myself on TV. Then I was like, oh, okay. And we always get yeah. back to
1: you. representation matters, people. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to see a reflection of yourself on TV and in film and everything else. Yeah, it helps. Incredibly important. I want to make sure I get to some of these other questions because I told you they were good and I loved them. Um, this is from Raya and she says, what has been your greatest creative challenge in your career and how were you able to um, attack it, confront oh it, God. overcome it?
0: <laughs> I think that I've had several, mm-hmm. right? Um obviously, uh, breaking an artist who was dropped from uh, multiple labels and, um, you know, creating every step. Obviously, my time in collaboration with Lady Gaga was very um, difficult at times because I had built something that was super successful. and
1: Not super successful. Uh, out of the uh, stratosphere, uh, successful. Okay. So, I mean, pat yourself on the back for that because uh, that was a ride. It was a ride, and... um you know, it, it,
0: it's 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 a, th- a good thing in a, uh, you know, because, um, you know, the industry steps in and there's a lot of voices that that I- I interfere in the artist when they get huge. You there's know? noise.
1: There's a lot of noise. Right,
0: and so it's hard for them to hear the clarity of what was an original, uh, pure, creative collaboration. And once that stops for me, it's very difficult for me to keep creating. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest challenge for me in my life has been that I have always had to walk away at a certain time where people are like, why are you doing that? Why would you leave this? It's successful now. But if I do something that is not truthful to the process of being able to create, I won't be able to do Just Dance, Born This Way, big village, right. Pig well, Put a Girl in an
1: Egg. I, I can't, not, It can't come out of me. That's right. You it's not I mean? authentic it to you, and have, it's not going to be authentic to uh, Gaga. Uh, 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 or yeah. anybody else. Right. So there's
0: been several times where my biggest challenge has been um, not wanting to necessarily play the politics of what it can be.
1: Do you think at some point... Future, even ten years from now. I mean, are you? Have you guys? You and Gaga talked? Have you ever texted? Like, hey, congratulations on the Oscar.
0: <laughs> no, I it just I know. And you know, when I think about it, I I have so much love for her. I course. wish her well. I I did such great work, and it still stands. And and my Monster fans and the fans that know that Mother created every step in her hotel room, every possible nuance um since before she even signed to Interscope you right. know um I didn't get paid for two years you know it was my my passion project so I without any regret you know wish her well and uh, and I think I'm proud of the work and and you know anything's possible but then I have moved on right you know You've got and your I'm excited and she's got her yeah plan and i'm excited for what i'm doing so you think you can dance i'm so past and i have new artists that have like elevated my process so i'm not uh sitting around waiting well and you shouldn't be no, but it would if it if it was to happen absolutely i yeah. would be um, in in a great place, open to collaborate. I
1: love that. I mean, and I think that's what it is because you guys had a had a major moment together. I think that's
0: the first time I've said that. Jeez, it must be popcorn talk. It's
1: so, <laughs> Sorry, it's so warm in here. I know do they what's do going something on. with the lighting? No, it's <laughs> no, but I don't think it's me,
0: <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> no, but uh, hopefully, I... is this live and then it goes away? Are we an it's Insta not.
1: story? But no, it's not an Insta story. Okay. But I think that that is a real. Honest Ugh. answer, though. It is. Because it was a moment in time. You did incredible work, the two of you together. If your paths cross again, wonderful. If not, that work does not go away. Yeah. That excellence doesn't go away. Yeah. So... That, exactly, and people think. I think people think that
0: you, you know, when you down in the trenches with someone at the beginning, and you you fight harder than they fight to to believe in them for them when they don't believe, and then other elements come in, and we're two really strong women, so we were dealing with a lot of men. I think that people think it's bad if you disagree. That's part of the process. It's one of the reasons why you know I love Sean. Puff Daddy, because Daddy. he, <laughs> <a
1: right>. puffy, <laughs> he
0: allows my warrior, my gift, my strength, my expertise to be uh, operating at a high level because he's such an icon and he's so super colossal that he's like that's the only type of coach I need, someone that's capable of fighting even when I can't fight. So his loyalty is really an example of, I think it's kept me in a good place.
1: That's good, yeah. and I mean I think that um, you. Again, as I said, your resume speaks for itself when you've worked with all of these incredible superstars, pop stars. Um, and there are moments. Listen, we all have days at work where I'm like, you and I are not seeing eye to eye today. It happened to you on the judges panel. I mean, right. gonna, it's going to happen. Or I You may think, see, right? But bye. some people,
0: their ego doesn't want to face the reality of that's okay. And you get to a place in this business. And like we're saying, we hope the top ten, you know, they get riveted into this Feeling in the starship, but it is important to remain humble and remember your beginnings. Because when you tap into the beginning and you hit the stage, that is going to make you colossal. The humility to reach millions of people. Not, I think I'm better than you. Not, we're different. Not, I deserve you can't talk to me anymore. Not, talk through five people. Like, you've got to know as a creative what. You need to keep you grounded and keep you in the gift, you know? So it's a lesson that I try to even secure with my dancers as well is remain humble. And nothing is better than, especially with your creative team, the humility is going to produce greatness as well.
1: It is, and I think the ego is a funny thing because sometimes you, you get a taste of success um, and the ego wants to take mm-hmm. over. All the time. Yeah, but I'll tell you, the ego's going to knock you down at big time. It's, it's not going, a good whew, thing. It's not a good thing, and so keeping those people that there from the beginning Mm -hmm. when you were nothing is is always good having those friends those family members it is medicine is necessary
0: and it's part of the game you know it's like a good healing it's like a good knee brace you know what i mean you need that (laughs) so it's like you need that crew that keeps you grounded but the ego is a misconception because confidence is necessary the ego is delusional
1: that's a really good point because there is a big difference between confidence and ego. Yes,
0: confidence, you must obtain a level of confidence to continue to believe in yourself. Once you do the work, it will sustain the confidence. But the ego is
1: delusional. We do have to wrap up in a moment. And I know, but I really want to ask you a question because. Yay, I'm out of here. <laughs> you made no it. more questions, guys. Or <laughs> well, you've been in the hot seat too much. Yes. <laughs> all, but you've answered everything truthfully and honestly, and Well,
0: I am not, I can't do, I'm not, the, I have to do that, but
1: that doesn't always, that's I'm like, uh, no, you're, it's going to be fine. Popcorn. Okay. <laughs> so, um, because you've done so much in your career, is there something that is still on your bucket list or on your dream list that you have yet to achieve that you're like, I am going to do this and it's going to happen. What is that dream
0: project? I mean, hearing you say that, I'm like, it's all, like you say, part of the process. And um, I'm not, I, I, I'm, there's so many things like that are coming that I'm super excited about, mm-hmm. but I just, you know, I always say I want to make the world dance. So in everything that I do do and that I touch, I will make the world dance. That will be at the core of my conversation. Um, and the ability to inspire the dream warrior. I always say if I can speak to someone's dream, I can speak to their circumstance. And so through dance, um, you know, I hope to be able to inspire. But I'm, I'm doing it. I, 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 you know, it's a private conversation, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you this. I want to do it all. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I want to do it all.
1: Yeah, I love that. I we'll we'll just wait and see. How yeah, does that sound? That's good. Um, I, I can I w- show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> it's so good. Um well, I just want to say thank you for being here. I think one of the greatest things when people are asking me as you know judges around things like that, I said one of the things that really resonated with me and this is me watching you from afar is how happy you looked and excited to be there for the show. And People feel that I felt it okay. when I was in the room. And I just think that you and Dietrich are bringing some great things along with, of course, Mary and, and Nigel's expertise. So I just feel like the season just feels refreshed, renewed, it just makes me really excited. Oh Well, thank you for us
0: having you. It's you're awesome. And th- so, so thank you for being in that place where you can, you know, continue to usher us into our greatness. And that speaks to your greatness. Cause thank you. You see us, so thank you. Yes, I see you.
1: I want to tell all your stories, and I may ask you a hot question And you still dance, so don't try it. You're still one of us, girl, so (laughs) there you go. I leap all over the place. Whatever, you still got it. Thank
0: you so much. Once a dancer, always a dancer.
1: (laughs) All right, you remember that when I ask you a hot question on the press line this summer. Yeah, when I
0: give you those fishnets and we go in. (gasps) I'm all for it. Okay, good. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do
1: it. (laughs)
0: Guys, Kristen's fans, please hit her up, let her know, hashtag Kristen Fishnets. Kristen Fishnets.
1: It's probably going to start like a, the weirdest good. thing on the internet. Yes.
0: Good. We'll giving them what they want. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly.
0: One old jazz routine.
1: <gasps> I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I'm One there. One jazz routine. We're going to boomcat this yeah. summer. Okay. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um of course, if people are not following you online, tell us where we can find you on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. Um on Twitter, I'm Laurian Gibson.
0: Um Laurie-Ann-G. No, I on Twitter, I am, <laughs> I am Laurian G. <laughs> But I really, um, Instagram, I am, I mean, Instagram,
1: Boomcack. that's B-O-O-M-K-A-C-K. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. We are looking forward to the live shows coming up later on the summer. Let me ask you a question. Do you like the braids? I do like okay, the braids. Perfect. Yeah, okay, I okay. think that's a good look. Oh, you, go. I, you know, by the way, online, you have had every look out there. <laughs> You're a chameleon. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, I was I just know. wondering. I know. I like it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us here at To The Point. We'll be back next week with another fantastic guest. We, of course, want to thank Dance Network and Popcorn Talk for hosting us. And for all your dance news, check out Dance dancenetwork.tv. We'll see you all next week. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro.